0: Welcome everyone to a special edition of O Parsha Parsha Mishpatim, the Benli Ashri, the tzaddik of Ranana, Rabbi Kakoin Huberman. On Parsha Mishpatim. the Tzadik of Ranana, Tzadik Ranana writes in the introduction to the Sefer that he has committed himself to pray bli nether daily for those who learn his Sefer and say over his Torah in his name to others that they should be saved from old Sara Ba'ilam Hazah, U Haba. So let us proceed. I would like to share with you seven beautiful gems of the Ben La Ashri on Parshas Mishpatim. Rashi brings, "Be'ilah haMishpatim asher tasim Lifnehem hem, l'fnei hem goyim." One can only uh, visit and patronize a Jewish court, and even if you know that the Gentile judges the case exactly as the Jew does, you cannot go to their courts. The question is, why? Why can't you go to their courts? If they're going to be judging the same way, and the outcome will be the same, then why would you not be able to go to their courts? Now Rashi adds, this gives prestige to their God. How does it give prestige to their God? Judgment is not a religious activity. It's a activity of the intellect. So of what difference does it make? How does it accord any prestige to the Gentile God? This is not a matter of dasi, this is a matter of sikhli, this is not religious, this is intellectual. Why don't we use the principle, accept the truth from whoever says it. Now let's uh, combine this with what the ben Ashri brings in, the, uh, in his second piece, that Rashi says, whenever it says Ela, it is disqualifying what it said earlier. Vi Ela is a continuation of what it said earlier, just like the earlier statements were Misenai, so too are these Mishpatim Misenai. And the question the Ben Lashri deals with is why would I think these Mishpatim are not Misenai? Where else do they come from? And the Ben Lashwi says that because Dinim are Sikhliim, Because they are logical and they are reasonable, one would have thought that these are judgments that were conventional wisdom of the time that maybe Moshe Abenu, together with his Supreme Court, came up with. And the point here is, no, these mishpatim are not reasonable. These are not logical rules that Moshe came up with through his own seichel. Instead, these are godly dictates. Now, there is an idea, says the Ben Ashri that you could say simply, the reason we can't go to the Gentile courts is back in the day, the judge was a clergyman, he was a priest, and it took place in the church or in the house of Abay Zara, and he had all kinds of icons and religious symbols, and this gave prestige to the Abay Zara. However, this is not the true reason. The Pasuk says in very Hayomim, Hashem promises the Dayan, I will be with you, Elohim Nitzav El. the god stands in the congregation of the almighty meaning the participates in the court case and there is a concept that the judges have a, a siata Shmaya, have a heavenly assistance that the veshon participates and is part and is a active uh, member of the decision and uh, orchestrates that divinely orchestrates the decision of the court. As the Ben-Lashri Kotsra of Naftali cats, that we see that in order to uh, judge properly, you need an element of divine inspiration. So to go to the Gentile court, as if to say that you're accepting that they are also orchestrated and divinely inspired by their God is exactly the issue of Lefnehem Kaichavim because it is an Ewil Yerasam. Judgment is in fact not a Dvar alone, it's not merely an intellectual decision, but this is something which is divinely orchestrated and assisted. We now go to the third offering of the Ben Lashri. Sheish Shanim Ya'avoid Uvash Ve'yiz Ye'etzei La'chavshi Chinam Now it says the Ben Lashri Aramis. Six, six words Shanim you need to repeat meaning you're going to say six words twice first Shema Yisrael Hashem lekeno Hashem Echad and then Baruch Shem Kavoid Machosay Li'aylam Va'ed Sheish Shanim repeat six twice if you Reach the Madriga of recognizing and understanding. Shema Yitzchak Shem el Hashem Achat. En Baruch Shem Uvashviyas. You will be given the seventh word, which is Ve'ahavta, love of God as a gift. She'ishanim Ta'avoyed. Six words you should repeat and work on yourself. To makabel, the O'ma Hoshamayim, and then Uvashviyas, the seventh word, Ve'ahavta, Love of God will be given as a gift, as the pasuk says, "Avoidas matano eten eskehunascha." Now, watch this one. Offering number four says, "The ben laashvi ve'im amar amoyar yoimer haeved." If the servant says, "The rashi tevose and save soife tevose," the first letter and last letter of these four words, "Ve'im amar yoimer haeved," is four sixty six. Gematria chaf twenty two, referring to the twenty two. Letters of the Hebrew alphabet, Amalek, Raid. Through the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet, Amalek descends. Or Mar Raid, the bitterness descends. The meaning is, the Gemara says in the Shabbos, Lamed that a Talmud, when he learns, his lips should be dripping bitterness. Meaning, one should learn with great intensity, great focus, Great Richos Hamachshava, until one is almost dripping bitterness. And as we know, the Torah is the antidote to Amalek. That through the learning of Torah, Chaf Bey is the 22 letters, Amalek, Amalek raid, he goes down, he descends, or Mar raid, through bitterness, Amalek descends. So, this is a concept of him. If the servant, that's us, if we say through the words of Torah, we're able to eradicate Amalek. Number five, the Im Acherasi Kachloi. Im Acherasi Kachloi, the Arachayim HaKadosh says this is going on the Torah. The Im Acherasi Kachloi, if you take something other than the Torah, the Roshay Tevos and Soyfei Tevos of these words, the Im Acherasi Kachloi is Kli Chhoimas, a vessel of a wall. The Torah HaKadoshah is the guard, is the wall that protects us from the But Haram. But, If you're going to take something else other than the Torah, then your wall, your Kli Choymas, is going to be lost. If you leave the Torah and you take other pursuits, you're going to be left without a Kli Choymas. However, the Torah says that nevertheless the Torah requests of you, even if you do sit, take other pursuits other than the Torah. Sheirak <speaking in Hebrew> yigra. These words, with the word itself, is gematria at the very least. She'yisa <speaking in Hebrew> halimad You should deal in business honestly and do make your learning established and set. If you're going to take something other than the Torah, then in a way you're losing your fortress, your protection, but at the very least, with the words themselves, the numerical value of these words are let us move on to the penultimate offering for today. Um, If a man will smite his servant or his maidservant, to shave it with a staff, and the servant will die under your control, revenge will be taken, but if he stands up for a day or two, revenge will not be taken, he is your money. Says the ben Ashri. this Pasuk could be interpreted You know what this Pasuk is referring to? It's referring to those people who rush through their tefillah. They have to run through their tefillah like we know many people come to shul. Sometimes, even the allotment of time in the shul, it's not enough to say all the words of psuke de Zimra or bechas Krishma. And people run through the davening. This is what it means. V'chiyake ishes If a man will have to hit his eved, what's the eved? hu avoyda. What is the Avoida of our heart? What is the Avoida, the Eved? That's tefillah. Somebody who treats tefillah like a burden and runs through it to try to get it off his chest, to get it off his back. And now he's missing tev- missing words, or even swallowing words. He's hitting his tefillah. A person is smiting, hitting his tefillah, his avoida now he's making his avoida a Or he's killing it completely. Because we know that when it comes to the first Pasuk of Shema, if somebody doesn't have Kavana, and, or mispronounces the words, you're not Yotzei Shema, or if somebody doesn't have Kavana for the first bracha of Shema right? he's not Yotzei, unless he says it properly. So, if he doesn't say it properly, he's smiting or killing the Tefillah. Or Ayas Am or his maid servant. But Amasa can be read his truth, his MS. What is MS? MS Al MS is Torah. And the reason you're Mavatalit, Beshevet, Targum translates Beshevet, Beshultan. Even though you rule over yourself. You're your own boss. It's your own business. Nobody's telling you to what, what time to come into work or what time to go home. And you're losing out on your davening and your learning, your davening so quickly, your learning is so haphazard, even though it's it's under your own control, under your own domain. It's You're Yer shoyleid atzmai. It's beshevet. Beshevet. Nevertheless, umes. And now the person dies. What does that mean he dies? Because he's not davening and learning properly, he loses his state in life, his status. Now he doesn't have his own business. Now he's working for someone else. Now he has to, now he has a boss. And now certainly he's not able to daven properly. Now certainly he's not able to learn proper, properly. Then, not, came, not only will he be punished for not davening properly when he was his own boss, now he's going to be accountable for not davening and learning properly when he has a different boss because he put himself in that circumstance. So you would think it's doom and gloom. The person has no way out. Achim Yoyim. But if that special day of the year, namely Yom Kippur, o or the two days of the year, Rosh Hashanah, yamay, the person changes his course. And he gets up and he does tshuva, and he begins to daven properly, and he begins to learn properly, lo he will not be punished, God will be meichel him. Ki because he did it for parnasa. Hashem understands, even though he was in his own control, he was in his own rishos, and Hashem will accept his tshuva of yoim, o yoimayim, Yom Kippur, and Rosh Hashanah. And then finally, the Ben La Ashri says a slightly different approach. Amida is ein amida ela Ach im yom oyoy If a person, even though he didn't come the whole year to Davin and shul, we know people like that. They show up once or twice a year. Ach im If on Yom Kippur, the day, like the Eliyahu Rabbah says, Yomim Yutzaruv layachavahem. On that special day, this man comes to shul oyoy mayim, or he comes to shul on Rosh Hashanah. Ya and he's he prays Hashem is moichel him. Hashem doesn't allow the accuser to prosecute him. Kichasbeihu. What does that mean? Kichasbeihu. That's his teshuka, That's his desire. That's Hashem sees that his inner desire is in fact to return to him. Or you could say kichasbeihu is gematria two hundred eight Yitzchak through the bracha of Yitzchak. Hashem accepts this person. What was the Brach of Yitzchak? Yitzchak says, When Yaakov came in and he smelled the scent of his garment and Chazal say, al tikri el Yitzchak sensed that even a traitorous Jew, the Gemara says like, Yoisi Meshisa, who plundered the temple, but ultimately did not want to go in one more time and plunder the last kli. So Yitzchak Avinu recognized and saw that even a Jew who sinks to such a low level, he too can do tshuva in the end from that brach of Yitzchak. Yitzchak, so to speak, injected the possibility of a Jew on the lowest madrega to retain his pintalayid, his essential state of being a Jew, and therefore achim yoim o even someone who didn't come to shul the whole year, but he comes yoim on Yom Kippur, yom on, yom on Rosh Hashanah, yoim o our Kadosh Baruch who says, Lo you come, revenge will not be taken. his true desire, even as perhaps not the most observant Jew, but his true inner desire is to serve Hashem, and Hashem will recognize that tshuva and embrace that tshuva and elevate this Jew to the status of a true and genuine baal tshuva. Seven offerings of the ben la Ashri and Parshas Mishpatim. Wishing everyone an amazing rest of the week and a wonderful Shabbos. Rosh Chodesh Adar. I bought a lean old little